You already know, man. It's your boy, Directly Here With G. You're locked in with Book Me or Not podcast. And guess what? Book us or not, we really don't care. This is home of the entrepreneurs, home of the creatives, home of anybody trying to get up, get out, and make something happen. You already know. Book us or not podcast. Lock in. Hey, what's going on, man? This is Directly Here With G. We're locked in with Turner. Wow. Miss Turner, hello, hey. Hey, Miss Turner, Miss Turner. We appreciate you all having you on Book Me or Not. We call this Book Me or Not because we got entrepreneurs, creatives, you know, anybody who making a change in this world or anybody who just, you know, we, you can learn from or get gems from. So that's why we call it Book Me or Not because they can either book you or not. We don't care. We're going to get it started. Tell us uh, where you from. So I'm from Los Angeles, California. I'm 27 years old. I've been in LA, in LA my whole life. Um, I, I actually started a car rental business out here. So that's how I got into kind of the financial literacy world. Okay. And uh, uh, it's become a passion of mine to teach other people. Right. So what does LA mean to you? LA means to me, so LA for me will always be home. I love LA, um, you know, I am trying to move out just because the cost of living is through the roof. And, um, but LA will always be my home. It's where I grew up. It's uh, my environment. It essentially made me who I am today. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a good person. Like that, that's, that's on a, a real good path. So we appreciate yeah. LA making you. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Okay. What's, what's pay to play? I see that a lot on Instagram a lot, and I see you know. I had to bring it on the podcast too. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I just dropped or released my merchandise on my birthday, which was a couple days ago. But pay to play basically is kind of a movement that I'm trying to push, um, essentially to invest in yourself. Um, So pay to play went in in order to get to the next level or to better yourself. Most of the time, you have to. You have to pay. So, for example, if you wanted a better body, you have to pay for the gym. You have to pay for a trainer. You have to pay for healthier foods. Unfortunately, healthier foods cost more. Okay. Um, you know, investing in an asset, you're, mo- you're most likely going to spend money before you make any money. So it's just kind of a movement pushing people to pay to play. You have to pay to play. You have to spend money before you make money. And I think a lot of people are just, I don't know, fearful or scared. Um that they won't get their return on investment, but you'll never see a change if you don't pay to play. Right. I like how you said that. So you know how people have events and everything, and they say like, well, okay, for this event, two, three days, it's $700, $800. Most people be like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Is that an a example of pay to play? You pay to go to this event? Exactly. And I actually just came from an event. So I live what I preach. So yeah. um, I actually just came from Recession Proof event, Him 500's event. Um, and the ticket actually cost me $500, not including the hotel flight, you know, expenses while I'm there. But, you know, I had to play to play, pay to play. You know, I met a lot of great people. I met a lot of new, I got a lot of new information. So I might not have got my return on, on investment in cash, but I, I did get it in knowledge. And eventually it will manifest itself into cash flow because I have the knowledge, the information, and the relationships now because I decided to pay to play. That's dope. That's dope. And uh, 
and like you said, because you know what I'm saying, a lot of things I had to learn to pay to get that network. I had to pay to get in a certain circle, or pay to get this knowledge sometimes. And I see that you're you're big on uh knowledge sharing. Um yeah. so uh tell us about you know you you say it's a lot of stuff about knowledge sharing. Like um, what's that about? So for me, um my whole life changed for the better mm-hmm. when I became an entrepreneur. And I contribute that I had a mentor at the time. So prior to me having my first ever mentor, there was no one in my environment that could tell me how to run a business, that could tell me, you know, what to do with my money or how to invest properly, right? So it wasn't until I got a mentor, you know, I you had paid a mentor to basically, you know, learn from him, someone who's already where I want to be, right? And that alone, just learning from him has it changed my life. Um, I was able to start a business. I, I, you know, I have multiple businesses going now. Um, I have resources. So I just kind of want to be that person for someone else to be that person to, to help change someone's life simply by just giving them the right information because we're not, you know, in, we're not taught this in school, uh, unfortunately. So um, I have a college degree. I actually have a bachelor's degree and I, um, I feel like I've learned so much more in a smaller amount of time results in a smaller amount of time through mentorship and courses versus going to a four-year university. Honestly. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's gems. I see you got the Nipsey hustle back there, man. That's one of my inspirations right there. Yeah. You know, he was all about the sharing knowledge, trying to buy the community and, you know, I just want to keep it within my community because we need it the most. Uh, I like that about you, uh, your community base and your mind sharing. Uh, Let's get started about Turner Rentals. How did Turner Rentals start? How did you think to start Turner Rentals? So I started Turner Rentals uh, back in a year ago, April of 2021. So it's been a little bit over a year now. Hmm. I actually ended up getting fired from my job at the time. So prior to me getting fired, I never really thought about entrepreneurship. I think a lot of people are comfortable, you know, like they have a job, they know as long as they show up, their bills are paid. Cool. Um, But I was fired. So it was kind of like a, it was a little bit traumatizing because I had never been fired before. Uh, It was my only one source of income that I had and taken away from me like that was kind of traumatic. But it forced me to think, outside the box you know it forced me to think oh my god what now I don't have that security blanket anymore so at the time I had a a personal car I had a Dodge Charger it was my personal car that I had for years that was mine and uh I decided to try it out with the car that I already had and it it was working it was making me money and then uh, I always had good credit and that it goes back to knowledge I just didn't know what to do with it Uh, I think a lot of people are sitting on good credit or even if you don't have good credit, you could always rebuild it, um, you know, but um, I started educating myself and I, I saw that people were using their credit in order to generate them cash flow. So I was like, wow, th- I never thought about it like that. And one book that I would recommend anybody to read, with, which I feel changed my life as well, is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it's just changing the mindset from being an employee to an actual boss. And it's really just a mindset. It's how you look at things. Um, so, and then I, and then after that, I leveraged my good credit that I had, even though I didn't have a job and and a lot of money, I had good credit. And the thing, when you have good credit, you don't really have to have, you can 
use other people's money, right? So I ended up using other people's money to get me another car and then another car and then another car. And then eventually I was able to have my own own source of income in like about a, I did that in about a six month span where I was able to get up to seven cars and uh, I was making enough to pretty much replace that job that I lost. And then um, I started implementing other sources of income like my merch, um, my mentorship, my digital courses and stuff. So, yeah. That's dope. So basically what I got from that is that uh, being uncomfortable got you to, now uncomfortable got you to being entrepreneurship, like, you know, mind state and all that. So sometimes you got to go through stuff and be, some things that happen was pump people, you know, to move and find things out and make things happen. Yeah, sometimes you do have to go through, you know, some bullshit to uh, to get out of it, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, looking back, you know, while I was going through it, it was difficult at the time, but looking back, it was necessary because if that never happened, I might not be here today talking to you. I mm. might still be comfortable. I still might be at that same job if they never fired me. And I might have never thought outside of the box. Um, so it actually was a blessing. So I hear you, you know, you're talking about credit and things. Um, what, 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 must, what must you have when you're starting a business credit? Like, what do you need to start a business credit? So uh, what you need first is you need to get your LLC and EIN number. It's necessary in order for you to open up a business bank account. Okay. And then go to a bank of your choosing. Um, so top three banks for me will be Navy Federal, Bank of America, Chase. Um, and then you go apply for a business credit card. Um, normally, when you first start off with business credit card, you're going to do what you call a PG, which is a personal guarantor. You're basically co-signing yourself in order to get business loans, business credit cards, uh, cards in your business name. So um, some people think that they could just jump into business credit and ignore their personal credit, but um, you definitely need to focus on your personal credit first. Um, Cause it's always going to tie back to that. So. Okay. So basically get those things first, but still pay attention to your regular credit. Don't personal credit. Yeah. So yeah, I would never recommend any to just be like, you know what, forget your personal credit, just focus on business credit. I would always tell someone first to work on your personal credit before you even move on to business credit. That's just my personal no. preference. And I seen, I think I was in your live or something and, and you were saying that you know a lot about the Navy Federal and stuff and how to get in on that. And um, you know, I know you gotta pay to pay for that, but. <laughs> yeah, so I won't give away, you know, but yeah. basically, you know, Navy Federal is usually for people who uh, are associated with the military um, so not anyone can get in but there is a way to get in um, and then you know when you get into Navy Federal and other credit unions they usually run your credit okay. right you have to have a min uh, I would recommend a minimum of a 700 credit score before you even uh, try to get into Navy Federal um, so you know it goes back to that personal credit uh, so that's dope and what, what what made you uh what inspired you to do the book or the, the I don't know if it's a book or is it a guide about LLCs? Like um what inspired you to go ahead and, and make that for, so people can, you know, learn how to do the LLC the right way and avoid mistakes and all that. Yeah, so because I personally made a mistake when it came 
to me making my LLC the first time. Um, So what a lot of people don't know is what you name your LLC is very important. Um, It can actually hold you back from funding. So for example, the first LLC that I ever created when I first started, you know, I was new to entrepreneurship. I called it Turner Reynolds LLC. And I made the mistake of putting the word rentals in my name. So the bank views certain businesses as high risk businesses. And obviously car rentals is one of them. Um, So they actually, like, I, I technically can't really get a car in that LLC name simply because I named my LLC Turner Reynolds LLC. Now, I created a new LLC. I have another LLC, Miss Turner LLC. It's more of a general name. So when I go apply, the banks don't know what I'm doing when they see Miss Turner LLC versus Turner Reynolds LLC. You automatically know what I'm doing. So, um, it's just uh, certain ways that you have to set up your LLC so that it doesn't backfire on, on you. Um, and then it's the first step to getting business credit. You need an LLC and EIN number. So, yeah. That's dope. And I uh, appreciate you. you. You put something out like that. Like, you know, that's much needed in the community. And what else is um when you, when you, when, you know, a lot of people, they get the LLCs and then they post it on Instagram. They post on Facebook, I'm LLC, and then after that, they stop working. <laughs> right. What's, what's your next step? Like, once you get your LLC, in your in your opinion, what, but after, after you put it on Instagram, <laughs> what's the work behind your LLC? What's next, man? Like, you know, just, you know, so, your opinion. Right. So, who, you know, for whoever creates an LLC, um, I would recommend, you know, like, figure out what business you want to go for. Uh, focus on one business first. So let's just say it could be anything, but let's just say it's rentals. Uh, focus on that. Focus on using that LLC to get funding for your for that specific business and grow it. Um, or you know, even if you're not too sure about what you want, um, you can always just work on your business credit with the LLC. So you know, going and get a business credit card, paying that on time, um, and stuff like that. So there's multiple you know, you can still put it to use. Like you said, a lot of people get the LLC and just stop from there, but yeah. you know, without well, was pointless. So if anyone <laughs> is going out there to get an LLC or EIN number, make sure like you have a purpose, whether that purpose is to build the business or that purpose is to, you know what, I'm not sure what business I want to do right now, but I want to work on my business credit while I'm trying to figure that out. So put it to use. Okay, thank you for that. What does financial freedom mean to you? Financial freedom to me means I can wake up any time of the day. If I want to, I can take a trip whenever I feel like it. Just freedom in general, just being able to do what I want to do whenever I want to do it. And that requires you to be financially free. Um, And that takes time and that takes work. And that's what I'm aiming towards. And that's what I'm trying to preach to my community because a lot of times from where we come from, um, you know, millionaires or people with money, they're kind of only rappers have them or they must have got lucky and were born into a rich family. But as I've networked and I've, I've met a lot of people, it's really actually common to make seven, six figures. Um, some people are making six figures in a month. And uh, it's just the lack of exposure that we have within our own communities that we don't realize how very, very much possible it is. 
So I just try to bring that perspective into the community because I've had conversations with people in my community to where I'm like, I'm going to be a millionaire. Like, you know, I have the blueprint, like, of course it won't happen tomorrow, but I know it's going to happen. And, you know, they just don't believe it because they've never seen it in their environment. Uh, next question is, what's, what was your, your feeling like when you sold your first car? Well, not sold your first car, but when you ran out your first car? It was the first taste of like, like not like my, my money working for me. It was like, it, so it felt very, very good um, to just know that I'm paying to play right. and it's coming back to me is so worth it. And um, I wouldn't, the daily race that'll have my cars go out of, I would have to work eight hour shifts to right. make. And all I had to do was, you know, upload my car on Toro, do a couple things, um, do my due diligence and an eight hour, I used to have to, like I said, eight hour shift. It's mind blowing to me now that I would, that I traded my time for money. Now I will spend money before I give up my time. Mm. So I think it's just a mindset shift. A lot of people will choose money over their time, but I choose my time over my money any day. Uh, like you said, it like time over money. That's dope. Yeah. The question that I, I want to ask you the most, like, is I, I seen it, like I said, I seen it on your, your Instagram was, why shouldn't we uh, have a debit card? And I'm like, oh. I can't wait. I can't wait to ask you this question. I really, really want to know. So let me ask you, do you have a debit card? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you went to the store right now, you would pay with your debit card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I, um. So I, I kind of recently learned this, not that too long ago, but um, it was mind blowing to me as well. Um, a lot of people use their debit cards, right? Um, but uh, if anyone is watching this and you, and you spend and you use your debit card, throw that away. And here's why. So you need to, this requires, of course, responsibility and discipline. So if you feel like you're not responsible enough, then I guess you could continue to use a debit card, but basically you use your credit card, only your credit card, because let's say you go to the store and you buy your daily groceries that you need. You're going to get rewards points when you use your credit card, but you're not going to get anything if you use your debit card. Now, those rewards points will add up over time to where you can take a trip on those rewards points. You can pay a bill with those rewards points. Uh, versus if you use a debit card, you're literally getting nothing. Plus, uh, hypothetically, if someone did fraud through your debit card, it's going to be a little harder for you to get your money back versus if it was on a credit card because uh, it's their money. So they're obviously they're going to try harder or, you know, to get their money back. Uh, so it's better protection and the rewards points. Um, and then you got to make sure that you pay off the balance every month. So not the minimum payment, but the entire balance every month. And then once you pay the entire balance every month, the bank looks at it like, oh, wow, this person is using their credit card. Um, they're paying it off in full every month. Let me give them more money. So they're going to increase your limits as well. So you get rewards points, higher credit card limits, uh, better protection when you use a credit card. But like I said, if you're not disciplined enough, you know, that can easily turn into debt, bad debt. Mm -hmm. So um, it's very, very important that you make sure that you pay it off in full every month. 
and only pay, only spend what you can afford. Mm. Yeah. So say, um, well, with that, say I'm about to you know, get my scissors. I'm about to. I'm on I'm on I'm taking notes. Mm-hmm. But uh, saying, what if somebody can't get a credit card? They keep, they keep applying, they keep applying. They can't get it. Do they go to secure credit route or what do you suggest? Yeah, so some people do have to start in the secure credit route. Uh, and a secure credit card is pretty much you just put your own money down on the credit card. And then over time, you're just proving to the banks that they that they could trust you. So if you can't, if you keep getting not approved for credit cards, you're going to have to go to sec- the secure card route. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So Okay. And then after that, what they, they see that, you know, they look at that and that can get you an offer, a credit card offer after that. Eventually, yep. Eventually they'll offer, they'll give you an offer. Um, it, obviously it won't be high, a high limit at first, but you know, that you progress. It's baby steps. You gotta take steps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, with paying off a closed account, help your credit score uh, enough to qualify for apartment. Uh, paying off a. I'm sorry. Repeat the question. Uh, well, some people they mm-hmm. knew I was um interviewing you, so I had some questions that got sent in. Oh, oh okay. They said, "Will paying off a closed account help my credit score enough to qualify for apartment?" Will paying off a closed account? Well, if it's closed, I, um, I'm not sure why you're still paying on it. But if you're if they're talking about like a collection like that they owe. Um, I would never recommend paying off a collection. And here's why, because once you pay off that collection, it can still remain on your credit report as a collection. It's just a paid off collection. Um, I would recommend anybody who has collections or any negative items on their credit report to just get it removed. Um, So you can get a, a lot of people don't know you can get collections, late payments, all of those negative items off of your credit report and you would just Pay to play and invest in credit repair. Okay, credit, credit repair. You suggest, you know, a lot of people say they, oh, I can do the credit repair. I can do the credit repair. You suggest like a certain, you go through a certain, you know, program or certain people to do it, or you know, everybody said they can do it. So like, what's what's your recommendation on on getting that your credit cleaned up? The thing about credit repair is you don't really need to go to school. It's not one of those things where you need to go to school or necessarily have like a certificate or anything like that. Almost anybody can do it. But I would just say do your homework and your due diligence on the person who you are potentially paying to fix your credit. Um, Make sure that they have testimonies, results to show. Uh, So just do your homework. So what's your legacy? What do you want to be known for? Like, What do you want your name to be? attached to I just want to be the part you know if I were to you know pass away tomorrow I would want I would want to be known as the person that helped out as many people as possible uh you know um you know and like I said my example is right here Nip so so similar to his yeah let let the marathon continue exactly that's dope, that's dope. So the way she wants your name to be attached to something that's still helping out people, whether you're here or not, you still want to be like, hey, you know. Right. So do you have a program where you you have like um mentor, you know, you mentor people or something? Or yeah, so I have a mentorship. Um I've already had several mentees. I I have two mentees that 
started the car rental business. I have one that has five, that there are five cars in. I have one that's three cars in. Um, so I have a mentorship, but I only, I don't only teach car rentals in my mentorship. I teach business in general. And that includes business credit, personal credit, how to market, how to brand. Um, I teach people how they could create their own e-commerce uh, store, how to uh, create a digital product. Um, so it's just, Anything that's kind of involving business and social media in general, I teach. Gotcha. Mer merch wise, um, I heard you say you got into merch. Uh, how do you feel about selling merch and getting into that? Uh, so I've always wanted to start my clothing brand um, and I feel great about it. I actually, so um, my merch is completely automated. So I use Shopify. And then I, I also use Printful. So Shopify, I use for my website and to take my orders. Printful then gets that information and they they get the hoodie for me and they put my logo on there and they ship it out for me as well. So all I have to do is market. So I've mm. so I've made a couple sales already. I haven't, I, I'm not the one that shipped it out. I'm not the one that got the hoodie and yeah. put the logo on there. I, all I did was market and they went to the site and then I have, yeah, so that's, that's dope. I hear a lot of people doing that. Well, you don't have to touch anything. You just got to market, market, and let them do it. That, that's that's dope. That's that's and a, I, yeah, way. I, yeah. I think it's the best way to start because you know when you start anything, it's not gonna be like oh you're gonna make a million dollars as soon as you start. So right, so right now my overhead is low. It's or like I don't really have expenses besides my marketing because I don't have to pay for like the hoodie or the, you know, logo until someone buys. And then I take, I just, you know, obviously they take their, what they need. And then I get my profit off of that. So I, I definitely recommend it that way in the beginning. Um, because a lot of people make the mistake of starting a clothing brand and getting all this inventory and they are just sitting on inventory. So um, until my brand gets big enough to the point where, you know, I don't, I can, you know, do that myself. I'll do that, but yeah. What's, what's next for you? What's next? Um, well, right now I just want to focus on building what I already have. Uh, so my mentorship, my uh, car rentals, uh, my, my merch. Um, so I guess just the, the next thing for me is just getting to the next level and, and trying to expose myself to more people and trying to get this information out there. What is, when you're trying to do what most couldn't do, then most would not understand. Where does that come from? I don't know where that's from, but uh, uh, where is that from? Well, I don't know where it's from, but I, 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 seen, oh. I seen you quote it, you know, I'm just... I was like, oh, can you repeat? <laughs> um, when you're trying to do what most couldn't do, then most would not understand. Yes. So I like to use a lot of quotes like that on my social media. Um, and, and it's true. Um, like I said, um, where you come from, people are not going to understand your goal and your vision. Like I said, there's been a couple of people that I've tried to talk to in my community, like, oh my God, like, I have the blueprint, like all we gotta do is this, this, and this. And they kind of, it just goes over their head because they just haven't been there themselves. They haven't seen it. So, uh, yeah. Who inspired you the most in life? Who inspired me the most? 
Coinc- I would say this man right behind me, MC hey. uh, <laughs> Hustle, for sure. He, you know, I loved what he was about. You know, he was at the end of the day, he was just himself. He didn't have to pretend. He, who he, and you know, he, in the environment that he comes from, is it's not normal, or it's not, you know, for someone to come from the environment that he came from and to to achieve what he achieved is simply amazing. And he's from LA, so. Right, I see, I see. <laughs> I love Nip, so yeah, he's definitely inspirational and is, you know, he motivates me as well. So I, yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah. So it's called Book Me or Not. Why should they book you or not? Why should they book me or not? Uh, well, you should book me or not because you know I have the information and I just want. I just, I'm just here to help motivate people and give them the information for them to get to the next level. For them, you know, if you're at home or you feel like you're stuck or your life has been the same for the past couple of years, I promise you, like, it can change. Um, you just have to be willing to book me or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, or not. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to send that, that merch, book me or not merch to the print full and all that and get, you know, yep, yep. Going, man. Exactly. Um, I like that. I actually really like that. Book me or not. Yeah, creative like, you know. <laughs> I don't care. So what is a quote? Um, well, I know you, you know, I kind of that one, but what is a quote or saying or anything that helps you get, you know, get to where you're at now? You have anything, it could be a line, a word, a quote, anything that just helps you a lot in life. Um not off the top of my head. Um no. Gotcha. <laughs> I get, it might have to be pay to play because you got to pay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be a line. It could be you know, anything like that. Like pay to play. I'm going to go with pay to play. Pay to play. Pay to play. Know. I like this man. And I, I will be ordering my hoodie or t shirt yeah. since it's getting hot. Yes. Yes. Well, so. yeah, we, I say, I'm going to give you a flower now. I appreciate everything you stand for. Um, I appreciate. You've just been a phenomenal person, motivational, inspirational, uh, definitely a lot of gems. So looking forward to everything you're doing and I want to support everything you're doing and keep it going. Just know that people are watching, even though when you want to give up and that, just know people are watching. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm watching and I love what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you for having me. And like you said, people, you know, if there's people out there who are too scared or uncomfortable to put themselves out there just put yourselves out there like I had no idea this man was watching me now I'm on, <laughs> I'm on this podcast teaching you guys so just put yourself out there and there's nothing to be scared about but yeah thank you for having me I uh, appreciate you see you next time this, this was like part one okay all right bye, bye. thank you <laughs>